0: The Dallas Stars suffer their first loss of the 22-23 season. They lose in overtime to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And on today's episode, we will talk about what went wrong in this game and what prevented the Stars from coming away with two points instead of one. We'll talk about Tyler Sagan and how the start of his season is going. And then to close things out, we'll give you a quick preview for Saturday's matchup uh, as the Dallas Stars head to Montreal for a matchup with the Canadians. All of this and more on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Friday, October 21st. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Online. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and aligns than ever before. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show Thank you for stopping by and for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button and help us get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. You can also find us on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And you can find us on social media at Locked on Stars, uh, both on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore. Lewis. Now let's get into today's episode, and it, it finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. The the hot start has started to cool down just a little bit. The stars suffer their first defeat of the season. Uh, no need to panic. The ship is not sinking, but it is unfortunate that you know this game ended the way it did. But at the same time, the stars are incredibly lucky, and they should be very thankful that they escape. Uh, you know Scotiabank Arena with one point uh, after the way that this game unfolded and really the the biggest storyline in this game surrounding the Stars is the amount of penalties that they committed especially it seemed in that second period in the middle of the game it just seems like the Stars could never really have too much time of five on five hockey they acquire 16 penalty minutes and that is just unacceptable Uh, And a huge reason why we probably didn't see as much offense in this game. Uh, We talked about earlier this week after that game against the Jets, you know, is this Stars offense sustainable? And I think to some degree that it is for pretty much every game the Stars play this season, unless you're having to play with only four men on the ice and in a lot of cases. The guy in the box is guys that you need on the ice if you're going to be killing penalties. It's guys that you can't have be in the box too often and we just saw way too much of it tonight and some of the penalties I think were deserved. Some of them maybe not so much and that's just the way the sport goes some nights. It's unfortunate but also I think the later the game goes uh, the referees may be a little more susceptible to making calls just because they've noticed the Stars are racking up quite a few penalties in this game and they remember the ones that were blatant and needed to be called and then that works against the stars you know later on in the game and I think we saw that with the Luke Glenn Denning penalty uh, the interference call um, really the the bigger story there is Mark Giordano it appears that he's okay he was able to get off the ice but a scary crash into the boards really just kind of loses his footing but Luke a little bit too close and the referees call that interference I don't think that's the right call it results in a power play look for the Leafs that they don't execute on so ultimately didn't decide the game but it wasn't just that I mean we saw Miro Haskinen get put in the box twice one for tripping one for roughing Jamie Benn gets a high stick call robo interference Wyatt Johnston holding Marchment gets a, a, a terrible roughing call probably the worst penalty of the night the puck long gone I don't even remember who he hit uh, but I mean, the puck long gone, the play moving down the ice. And uh, Marchman is a guy that I've really loved to watch play for this team. I'm very glad he's on this team. Uh, he continues his point streak tonight with an assist on Tyler Sagan's goal. But the, the roughing penalty he got in Toronto last night w- was unacceptable, it was silly. Um, and it was just a bad play overall. He plays with a lot of passion, and I think that there, uh, his emotions and his passion maybe got the best of him in that moment, but just inexcusable, and hopefully not something that becomes a trend throughout the season. Yanni Power racks up a roughing penalty later in the game, and then, of course, the final penalty of the game, that interference call against Luke Glendinning, uh, and just you know a messy game from the stars overall it just was difficult for them to get in any sort of rhythm offensively Uh, and even you know whenever they played five on five and they would come off those really solid penalty kills the offense and the five on five looked really good there were stretches at even strength where it felt like the stars had the upper hand they were forcing the issue all over the ice they were you know applying that pressure in the offensive zone that we've seen from them throughout the early stages of the season but they just could not do that consistently because you know every after a good you know few shifts from the team in the offensive zone they find themselves down a man trying to kill off yet another penalty and it's hopefully something that will I don't know if it's going to be addressed just based on some of the things that Pete DeBoer has said about it but something that you know can be fixed amongst the players and I believe this coaching staff is really kind of putting this on the players to be more disciplined out on the ice Pete DeBoer has been quoted saying that you know the Stars have smart players and that they know that they're playing with fire. Those are his exact words, playing with fire when they commit penalties. But I mean, last night, it was beyond playing with fire. I mean, after last night's game, fire has moved in to the Stars' house, taken over half the pantry, eaten some of their food, used some of their shampoo and body wash in the shower. I mean, it wasn't just playing with fire fire has moved in and you know inhabited uh the you know the presence of this team especially last night against the maple leafs Uh, we talked about it was an issue monday against the jets and thankfully the Stars able to overcome that and get the win which which makes sense because the jets are i think one of the weaker teams in the league but you can't have games like this against good teams like the maple leafs the leafs have not gotten off to an ideal start this season but they're going to be a good team this season you cannot Give them eight opportunities on the power play. Thankfully, they only execute once. Uh, the penalty kill deserves a ton of credit, despite being down guys like Hockenpah at one point, like guys like Miro Haskin and Luke Glendinning, guys that you need out there. If, if you're going to be on the penalty kill, guys that you want to have out there. And, and thankfully, you know, they did well. Scott Wedgwood makes his first start of the season. Welcome Uh, Welcome to the 22-23 season, Scott, with 40 saves on 43 shots. I mean, that is a heavy workload for his first night uh, this season for this team, and he definitely deserves his props for help keeping the Stars in this game. The guys on the penalty kill deserve their props as well, and even just looking at the star situation, I was actually appalled Uh, to find that the Stars are only 18th in penalty minutes so far this season. At the time of recording this late Thursday evening, they've racked up 35. Of course, some teams have played more games than the Stars, like teams like the Sharks and the Predators, who played overseas a week before the rest of the season got going. But even a team like the Kings, just for reference, uh, the league leader in penalty minutes is the Los Angeles Kings, at 73 in six games played. But still, uh, I was just appalled. I feel like the Stars have just racked up a ton of penalties, which they have, but... They're not even in the top half of the league and penalty minutes through the early goings of this season, which was just shocking to me, but it just really stands out like a sore thumb because it seems like everything else this team does is really good, including when they're on the penalty kill. The kill looks good. The power play had some rough moments, but they record a power play goal. Uh, Tyler Sagan's equalizer, that was a big moment. I mean, there's a lot of things that this team does well and a lot of things this team does right, but they can't do those things. They can't, you know flex those muscles if they're consistently down a player and consistently sending players to the box and you absolutely have to clean this up this is something that can be fixed and the expectation is that it should be fixed and the you know the players it starts with the veteran players on the team guys like jamie ben taking responsibility but then you know finding a way to be more disciplined i don't know what that looks like for this team uh, if I were the coach of this team, I would be making them walk from Toronto to Montreal, but I doubt that that's going to happen, uh, but it's just something that needs to be fixed and something that could really just be an Achilles heel for this team if it persists throughout the remainder of the season. Uh, this Penalties are going to make or break this team. They need to execute when they're on the power play and take advantage of those opportunities, which they did at one point in Thursday's game, but... The, the penalties could also be the you know downfall of this team committing too many and allowing good power play teams like the Maple Leafs to have those opportunities on the man advantage because this team has a ton of potential but we can't expect the penalty kill to play at this high level throughout the entirety of the regular season like I said though no need to panic It's one loss, and it's an overtime loss. The Stars still get a point out of this game. They still sit atop the Central Division, and I think things are still going to be okay for this team, but they got to find a way to cut back on those penalties. Well, coming up next, we will talk about my star of the game. We'll talk a little bit about Tyler Sagan and how good his start to this new season has been. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on any game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. We had a sports equinox last night. Uh, on Thursday. Hockey, football, basketball, and baseball all being played on the same night at the same time, and we have more of all of those sports this weekend. Avs and Kraken tonight, the over-under set at 6.5. The Spurs, got any Spurs fans out there for Texas hockey? Spurs at Pacers, favors the Pacers at minus 110. Padres versus Phillies, uh, minus 171 in favor of Philadelphia. And, of course, this Sunday, the Cowboys play the Detroit Lions. Uh, The odds have Dallas at minus 115. You can bet on all of those games at betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Betonline.net is where the game starts. All right, we're moving on on this Friday episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. If you're new here on YouTube, remember to hit that subscribe button, drop a like on the video. We're trying to reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022, so help us out just a little bit and leave a subscription if you have not done so already. We've talked about the negatives in this game. We've talked about the need to eliminate penalties from the play for this Stars team. Now let's talk about the star of the game. And there's a few players that could have gotten it tonight. Scott Wedgwood is certainly an honorable mention looking good, picking up where he left off uh, from the end of last regular season for the Stars. He continues to be a really nice pickup for this team for not too big of a cost at last year's deadline. And he looks really good in his season debut, uh, only allowing three goals to this Maple Leafs team. And hopefully, we'll see more from him soon. Nice to know that we can give Jake Ottinger, you know, a night off here and then and not really give up too much as far as quality in the crease. Really good stuff from Scott Wedgwood. I think Dennis Gurionov had his best game of the season. He still has yet to record a goal, but he had some really good looks tonight. And I think it's only a matter of time before he finally finds the back of the net. But. I've already said his name in the tease for this segment. My star of the game goes to Tyler Sagan, who has looked sharp to start this new NHL season. He looks a little bit more like the older version of himself. Uh, it's, I'm not going to say that he looks like you know vintage prime Tyler Sagan. I don't think he skates quite as quick, and he's obviously not racking up as many goals Uh, At least, you know, statistically, mathematically through the early stages of the season. But he has played a huge part for the Stars and is a key piece to their success early this season. And I think this is the best he's looked really ever since you know, that 1920 season in the bubble and after whenever, you know, he was injured and coming off surgeries and things of that nature. He's looked really good to start this season out. And I think Stars fans, I, I the vibe I get just from the arena and social media is that they are pleased. But if for some reason there's still Stars fans that are questioning Tyler Sagan, I think Early in the season, at least, we we know that he's somewhat back to being a productive player and finding ways to contribute for this team. He, of course, had a massive goal in Thursday night's game against the Leafs that tied things up. And that is why he's getting the star of the game. He had a few other great looks as well. Uh, And the goal he did score, somewhat controversial. Uh, You know, they called it off immediately after the puck crosses the line. They call for goaltender interference. But good call by, you know, the Stars coaching staff to challenge that play. And you kind of knew it was one of the longer challenges I've seen and one of the longer looks I've seen uh, from the NHL officials uh, really ever in recent memory, and you knew as soon as they took a long time to look at it that you had a sense that this call was going to get overturned. I think it's the right call. I think Mitch Marner hits uh, Ilya Samstone off a little bit more than Sagan does. Sagan just in a very weird position, but I can understand why in the moment at full speed it maybe looked like Sagan got a piece of him, Uh, but I really think that that is the right call, and it was a big moment for the Stars team, big moment for Sagan that eventually led to the Stars getting one point out of this matchup, and Sagan in general has contributed well for this team. Uh, he has five points through three games this season. It's been a breath of fresh air for the entirety uh, of the Dallas Stars family, both the team and organization itself and also the fan base. He had three assists on opening night, and he has two goals. He has you know consecutive goals in consecutive games. He scores his first of the season on Monday in Winnipeg, a really nice feed from Ty DeLandria, and then scores the power play goal on Thursday night against the Leafs and you can just see you you can even just tell by the way he looks he looks You know, happy to be out there. Not that he didn't in the past, but you can just kind of see, you know, that extra bounce in his step and that he is fully healthy. And you can tell that I mean, he looks and is playing like a guy who had a full quote unquote normal off season to recover coming into this season, fully healthy. And the stars are benefiting from it heavily, as well as the addition of Pete DeBoer and a coaching staff that is putting the offense in more advantageous scenarios and. Tyler Sagan is kind of the glue at the middle of this second line. I mean, of course, we know what the Dallas Stars top line is capable of. We know what we're going to get from those guys every night. But the question was, what are we going to get from the remaining lines? And I feel like we've kind of had the question answered with this second line. And Sagan is a huge reason for the success. I think he has established great chemistry with the aforementioned Ty DeLandria. DeLandria and Sagan had a few good looks playing on the ice together last night in Toronto. And then, of course, you have Mason Marchment as well, which he keeps his point streak going this game. And I think with his addition, you now have the threat of two really good scorers on the ice. And so whichever player you know draws more attention defensively, that allows for an opportunity for the other player to get a better chance to score. And I think that Early this season, Sagan has maybe garnered a little bit more attention because he's a veteran. Guys know what Sagan is capable of. Marchment, I feel like, is still a little unknown to some areas of the NHL world, but now he's starting to light the league on fire. Tied for first place in points on the team through the early goings of this season, and, and I think that that is great. It's been great for the Stars team, knowing that there is a solid top six in place, but we're even seeing good contributions from the bottom six as well. But as far as you know the expectations and what we've needed to see from the Stars top six, you really have to be pleased with the output so far. And that it's led to you know good numbers for the Stars team. The goal differential is still fantastic in the early goings of this season. And it's just a breath of fresh air, like I said, to see Tyler Sagan playing happy, playing healthy, and contributing to the team's success in the early goings of the 22-23 campaign. And it's great to have guys like DeLandria coming alongside him, getting to be mentored you know, on the ice, but also off the ice as well and benefiting from playing with such a great player uh, and being able to help lead the charge alongside a guy like Sagan and a guy like Marchman as well. And, and, you know, it's just so important because I believe at the end of the day that Sagan and Ben are the heart and soul of this team. Ben still has yet to find the score sheet this season. Hopefully that is coming. He had a few good looks as well. He actually had a great look that eventually is what led to the opportunity for the Maple Leafs to win the game in overtime. Uh, Doesn't quite execute, but I digress. Those these guys are the heart and soul of the team, and at least one of them, Sagan, is living up to the hype and expectations this season and has been a huge reason why the Stars are where they at, where they are at at this point in the season. Well, coming up next, we are going to look ahead to Saturday night as the Stars play their next game in Montreal against the Canadiens. More on that after another quick break. All right, let's close this week out here at Locked on Stars. Let's look ahead. To Saturday the Stars will travel northeast from Toronto to Montreal uh, in Quebec and this is going to be an interesting game Uh, the Stars kind of I, I you have to imagine that they're feeling a little bit let down after this game but also pleased that they got a point definitely not satisfied not happy with how the game ended Uh, But all things considered, given the circumstances in that game, given how it felt like the Stars were trying to lose that game at times, uh, very fortunate to be heading to Montreal with a point. But this is going to be an interesting game because this Canadiens team, it's tough to put a finger on what they are in the early stages of the season. Many expected them to be at the bottom of the standings and being in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. And I still believe that that will be the case. But Based on the way they've played to start the season, you wouldn't necessarily know that or believe it because uh, they've had some really nice moments to start this season out. The question just is, is it sustainable? Uh, and we, the, the Canadians played on Thursday night as well. Uh, the Stars and the Maple Leafs played. The Canadians also had a game in their home building where they manhandled the Arizona Coyotes by a score of 6-2. Two. 2022 first overall pick, Yuri Slavkovsky nets his first NHL goal. Uh, and, And, you know, not his NHL debut, but a big moment for him and a big moment for this team, seeing their first overall pick from the most recent draft finally find the back of the net. And it's not just him overall, the Habs in general off to a pretty good start this season. All things considered, they're three and two third in the Atlantic division with wins. Over the Toronto Maple Leafs, Pittsburgh Penguins, and of course the Coyotes in their most recent game against them last night. And they've gotten some pretty good production uh, from the young kids on their team and some of the newcomers. I mean, not numbers that are blowing anybody away. And this seems to be a really top heavy team with some of the guys that have racked up points. But uh, this from the NHL stat sheet at the time of recording this, I know it doesn't always update fully. So some of these numbers may be incorrect, but. Uh, It's okay because they're going to be close enough. Nick Suzuki, two goals, three assists so far on this season. Cole Caulfield has a good handful of goals as well. Three goals, one assist, four points. Sean Monahan, longtime Calgary Flame, making an impact on this team uh, with two assists points through the early stages of the season. Kirby Doc coming from the Chicago Blackhawks over the offseason, the third overall pick in the 2019 draft, making his presence felt so far this season. It's been a mixture of some of these young kids and some of these newcomers on this Canadiens team that has led them to being above 500 at this time. And we knew that guys like Suzuki and Caulfield were dangerous last season. Caulfield was expected to be a Calder finalist last year and got off to a slow start. But then they hire Martin St. Louis. He comes in and kind of just, you know, breathes life into this canadians roster even though they were still bad and at the bottom of the league they were competitive they were a fun team to watch and that has been the same this season and cole caulfield has carried that momentum from the end of last year and to this season and nick suzuki he was good all of last year and seems that he's going to be good this year as well and all three wins for this Canadians team have come in their own barn. The only games that they've lost have come away from the Bell Center, so this is a big opportunity for the Stars to go into a building that will likely be jam-packed with rowdy Montreal fans, and this would be a great opportunity for them to shut that building down and give the Habs their first home loss of the season, and it certainly is possible. The Stars have quite a few advantages in this matchup. For one, they, they have a veteran advantage. I think that, you know, the stars are led by a group of veterans they of course have some young players like robertson and Hintz, but those guys basically i feel like qualify as veterans at this point just with you know they've had a few years of nhl experience under their belt they've been to the postseason they've played you know at the highest level of competition in this league but then you also have your pavelskis your sagans uh, your marchments even though he has only played a small handful of years in the league uh, you have plenty of guys that can make big plays and really force the issue with some of these young up-and-coming players. In the National Hockey League. So the Stars need to use that veteran expertise and their strength and size to their advantage throughout the entire game. And they're very capable of doing that. You know, they match up on Thursday with the Toronto team that is also chocked full of veteran players. But this Canadian team is a lot younger and a lot less experienced. And I think the Stars also have the advantage. In the crease, uh, the Habs have goaltenders Jake Allen and Sam Montenbowl. Jake Allen, two and one so far to start the season. Montenbowl, one and one. Not entirely sure who we're going to see in this matchup. Uh, Allen got the start on Thursday against the Coyotes, but it seems like they're dividing the starts and the playing time fairly evenly between these two guys. Uh, and so maybe they're just. Go in the first month of the season to see who gives them a better advantage long term. I have no idea who we'll see in net. Maybe you feed the hot hand. Allen had a pretty decent game against the Coyotes on Thursday. No idea who we'll see, but I'm almost certain that we will see Jake Ottinger for the Stars. And I think, I mean, it doesn't matter who you're playing in the league unless you're playing a Shosturkin, uh, a Saros, and um, you know Vasilevsky. I feel like those are maybe. The only three guys, maybe Markstrom as well, uh, that, you know, you can say, oh, maybe the Stars don't have an advantage in net, but if Ottinger is in net, that puts the Stars at a massive advantage on the defensive end of the ice. And, And at the same time, you know, I'm maybe downplaying the Canadians a little bit. I do think that they're off to a good start, but I still think they will find themselves out of the playoff picture this season, and they will find themselves near the bottom of the standings. But Dallas still needs to respect this opponent because, you know, as much as there's all this talk of tanking, I mean, the players on... NHL teams are not going to try to tank and I feel like that is especially the Canadians you know stance on things it feels like they really love playing for Martin St. Louis This is a team that plays hard they're fast they're electric and the Stars need to find a way to shut them down you know they got to respect their opponent and not try to you know blow by this game thinking it's an easy win this is going to be a difficult win to come by but they're very capable of doing so they need to play a good clean game minimalize those penalties and you need to get two points out of this matchup because after this, you have a tough back-to-back on Monday and Tuesday in Ottawa against a new-look Senators team. And then you travel to Boston on Tuesday night. This Bruins team is off to a very good start this season. So two points are very crucial in this game. you got to go out and fight and earn those two points. One point is still good in this game, but it's going to feel like a disappointment uh, in this road trip if you started off with back-to-back overtime losses. Got to find a way to get the win in this matchup. And I think the Stars are very capable of doing so and i think that they will find a way to win this game but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars thank you again for tuning in making us your first listen of the day remember if you're watching on youtube to hit that subscribe button help us reach 1000 subscribers by the end of 2022 you can also find us on your favorite podcasting platform remember we are free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen Find us and follow us on social media at lockdown stars on Twitter and Instagram and my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday. We'll probably talk a little bit about Saturday's game, but we'll mainly be focusing on Monday night's matchup against the Ottawa senators should be a fun matchup there, but let's take care of business on Saturday night and then hopefully go into Ottawa with a win. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy your weekend and we'll see you back here on Monday.